What up, what up, what up? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Asbrock's Bengals Thoughts, presented to you by Impact Sports Cincinnati. And as always, Impact Sports Cincinnati is brought to you by Dark Hawk Nutrition. Dark Hawk Nutrition is the next evolution in sports supplements. Their pre-workout protein, creatine, and other products are produced in FDA-approved facilities, third-party tested for quality, and are guaranteed clean. So, use the code IMPACT for 15% off of your entire selection at darkhawknutrition.com. That is code IMPACT for 15% off of your selection at darkhawknutrition.com. Well, this podcast is a day or two late. I do apologize for that. As you know, I had some some scheduling issues with uh, soccer and everything like that, coaching, uh, come up that you know I was unable to get get this show out uh, earlier, but let's be real, it's preseason, week two of the preseason, and nobody really cares. Um, not gonna lie, I really didn't watch much after really after halftime, but uh, I mean, you know, I, I did check it out, you know, here and there, and I did listen to it. On my way home from uh, my in-laws' house, for, you know, when we were at uh, for dinner. So, um, really, the first half was really where, you know, like I said, the majority of my of my attention was, you know, was definitely, you know, posted to. Bengals lose twenty-five twenty-two to the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium. Uh, what appeared to be a, a pretty night, um, you know, the. The game summary from NFL.com has it listed at 70, uh, yeah, 78 degrees, humidity of 64% and a southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. Like I said, it did look like it was a really nice night um, for football. The New York Giants did play their starters in the game while the Bengals did not, plain and simple. Um, This was one to where, like I said, it was an interesting game. you know, the Bengals had the lead at the half, 9-7. Uh, Bengals backups did a good job against the Giants. I'm not a, I, I, I'm not real high on the Giants. I don't think they're that good. Um, which, you know, was kind of going back to the, the whole Kenny Galladay situation from uh, a couple years back. Not really a couple years, but like uh, last year where Kenny Galladay, you know, was, you know, a lot of people were expecting him to sign with the Bengals. He chose to sign with the Giants, and my thing was, who would you rather have throwing passes to you, JFB or Daniel Jones? So, you know, that right there, I mean, it is what it is, but, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to really say too, too much. Um, Like I said, this was a game, second preseason game. Giants played their starters. Bengals did not. Overall, uh, Brandon Allen, he was, again, he's the, the, the starter there for the Bengals. Uh, he went 14 of 20, 105 yards. He did get sacked once uh, for eight yards. The Bengals' offensive line only gave up one sack in this game, which was, I mean, that's, you know, I'll take it. I will gladly take it. Uh, Jake Browning came in. He was 10 of 16 for 89 yards. And Drew Plitt was one of two for 17 yards. On the flip side, Davis Webb, 22 of 27 for 204 yards. He did have two touchdown passes. 
Daniel Jones was 14 of 16 uh, for 116 yards. He did have the one interception. That was the Daxell interception. Um, and then uh, Tyrod Taylor, 7 of 11 for 37 yards. He did have a, uh, he was sacked once. Uh, Davis Webb was really the guy who was showing the majority of of everything for the uh, the New York Giants. Um, Bengals gave up a total of 67 yards on the ground. Uh, if you look at the total, like I said, final team statistics here. Uh, total first down, the Giants had 25. 20 of those were through the air, uh, and then four on the ground. Um, one was via um, a penalty. Overall, again, the Bengals, I mean, they got to clean up the, the penalties. Uh, I did mention the one penalty first down, but the Bengals did go um, and, and commit eight penalties for 59 yards, while the Giants had seven penalties for 75 yards. Uh, and this one, uh, Bengals ended up with 18 first downs, uh, four on the ground, 11 via the pass and three via penalty. Uh, third down efficiency, the Bengals were not very good. They were 4-13. Uh, it's a 30.8% clip. Uh, fourth down, the Bengals were, I mean, 2 of 2. I uh, can't really ask for much there. Uh, defensively, the Bengals gave up uh, nine first downs via uh, on third down efficiency. Let me rephrase that. But so basically, the Giants went 9 of 16 on first down, which is a 56.3% clip, while the Bengals, like I said, were 4 of 13. So major, you know, discrepancy there. That's, you know, again, preseason, you know, with backups, I want to see a little more from, you know, from the, obviously, the starting offense moving forward. You know, so there's that. Um, you know, overall... Uh, total net yards. I mean, the Giants had just a just a ton more than the Bengals did. Uh, 423 total net yards compared to 272. Uh, 356 through the air compared to 203. Uh, Bengals ended up punting three times for 48.3 uh, yard average compared to uh, the Giants' 30, uh, three for 36. Um, so it's a you know not bad. Um, so it's, it's one of those things to where, again, not much really to take out of it. The Bengals, uh, did have, actually, if you look at it, both teams, uh, fumbled the ball twice and lost one of those. So, you know, time of possession was, you know, relatively close and the same, uh, 30 minutes and 41 seconds to the Giants compared to 29 minutes. And 19 seconds for the Bengals. Again, um, not really, not much standing out, you know, overall. Um, I thought Dax Hill was, I mean, he was, I mean, he, he was once again great. Um, the He's the one who is going to be the replacement for Jesse Bates, you know, once Jesse Bates leaves here. Um, now, Jesse obviously is, the news was he did come back, and uh, he was in the building yesterday, signed his franchise tag. So Jesse Bates is a Bengal for this year, which is awesome. And, you know, it was expected that he was going to sign that franchise tag and play under it for this year. Um, you know, a lot of people excited. 
um, as am I. Um, but we have to prepare for life without Jesse Bates, and that's something that we will get used to um, after next year. Um, but that's the whole reason they brought Dax Hill in. And he was, I mean, he was fantastic. Uh, he had the interception early on in the game and then had a crucial uh, third down stop to where, I, I mean, he did a great job of, you know, moving laterally and and coming up and making the play um, on that third down uh, to force the, the fourth. Um, Chris Evans continues to, to impress. Uh, he ended up with, a, I think it was like a 73-yard kick return, I believe is what it was. Um, overall, you know, the the Bengals, you know, the Bengals had some, you know, had some some solid play from uh, from some guys. And again, that's, that's what we need to see. Uh, as we're moving forward here to this season, uh, you know, we got to see some guys, you know, stepping up. And um, the one I, I always look at is... Uh, Kwame Lasseter the second, and he, you know, he, he did a great job. Um, he was seven of seven, so he had seven targets. Uh, brought in all seven of those for ninety-one yards. That's an average of thirteen per catch. Uh, Kendrick Pryor four of six uh, for twenty-eight yards. His longest was seventeen. Uh, Trent Irwin uh, was targeted seven times. He only brought in three. Chris Evans three for three. Trent Taylor two for two. Uh, Thaddeus Moss, and then there's a whole list of guys who uh, were targeted. Um, but again, it's you know it's something like I said, it was it was great to see Kwame Lasseter show up uh, and play like he did. Kendrick Pryor had a big game, uh, not yardage wise, but he was targeted six times and brought in four of those. Trent Irwin, um, Trent Taylor continues to impress on. Um, you know, on his play, he had two catches uh, for uh, 32 yards. His longest was 18, so he got a catch of 18 and 14 on the first half. Um, the first half offense, uh, I'm kind of looking here at some notes uh, from uh, Lance McAllister as well that he had posted. Uh, first half offense, two first downs, 0 for 6 on third down. Uh, they had one rushing yard. Uh, that cannot happen, you know. But defensively, guys, you know, the guys stepped up. And, and that's one thing uh, we knew going in that this defense is going to – they are going to make some plays this year. And we have some depth defensively that we are – you know, we're, we're going to be in pretty good shape now – you know, like I said, guys like Dax Hill, um, Joseph Osai, you know, he's he's back and fully healthy. Uh, obviously, we're going to have Logan Wilson. He didn't play, obviously, in this game. Uh, Keem Davis Gaither, uh, you know, he's, he's played well so far. Um, you know, guys like that are ones that we, like I said, we, we've got to see these guys. And I want to see him produce. And, uh, you know... That's that's what you're looking at in these games. Like I said, I don't take really anything much out of it. But these guys getting the repetition and stuff like that. Guys like Cordell Volson. Let's be real. I mean, Cordell Volson's going to be the guy at, le- at left guard. So, he's the guy. 
plain and simple. And now we've hit we've hit that point. Now is it is it safe to say, or is it even fair to say, Jackson Carmen is, you know, the B word? Is he a bust? I mean, it's kind of you can kind of go back and forth on that. Uh, but some reports that I've heard coming out of camp that, you know, Cordell Volson is the guy who is eager to learn, continuously coming up and talking to guys. Like I said, trying to get the most out of it, out of each practice. That is what, you know, Cordell Volson is, is showing. Jackson Carmen. Now, unfortunately, he tested positive for COVID and was out this, this past game. And he'll most likely miss, you know, this entire week here with, you know, with the uh, the L.A. Rams in town here for the joint practices. It sucks for him, but you can kind of read the tea leaves that Carmen was starting to fall back on, you know, he was starting to fall back on the depth chart. A second round pick from last year. That sucks. Again, a local guy from Fairfield. A guy that, again, I watched, you know, I watched numerous times playing high school and covered his games. Phenomenal player. I'm not ready to completely come out and say that, yes, he is a full-blown bust. But, you know, it's it's territory that we can really start to uh, start to look at. Because he has to step it up. Does he have it in him? I hope he does. I want nothing but the best for Jackson Carmen. Because the more quality offensive line play we have, the better off this team's going to be. And this is a team coming off of a Super Bowl run where we lost in a, where we were just a couple minutes away from winning it. This is a damn good football team. And that's what you know, having guys like this, having them step up, that's what you have to have. Hopefully, we'll see it from Jackson Carmen. Hopefully, he comes back, you know, no issues whatsoever from COVID. Obviously, that's, you know, that's first and foremost, uh, you know, the utmost importance. Hope he comes back and is completely healthy, no issues whatsoever. Then he continues to come out and improve himself. That's what I want. Because, again, when this team has a full complement of offensive line talent, we're going to be in great shape, hands down. So for Cordell Volson to, to take the – he's taking the reins of the left guard position, and he's, I mean, he's not letting go. Good for him. That's what you want to see from a guy like that. He played the entire game. I mean, he has been something fun to watch so far because you're seeing a guy who is, you know, sees the opportunity in front of him and he's not going to let go of it. That's what I want to see from that guy like that. And we're getting that from Cordell Bolson. So good for him. Good for him. Good for guys like Dax Hill. Dax Hill has stepped up and played. 
I mean, in these two in these two preseason games, has played great, great football. Knowing damn well that Jesse Bates is, you know, is most likely going to be coming back. Now, obviously, he did come back, and I'm so happy to have Jesse Bates back. Now, do we go with the with you know with a three safety set? Does Daxell move up and play corner? That's the beauty of this situation now because Jesse Bates is, again, he's an elite safety in this league. That's awesome. That is fantastic. To have that guy back in camp? He's going to be ready for week one against the Steelers? Because let's be real, he's going to play week one against the Steelers. This Bengals team is in a great position. Lou Anarumo has, I mean, he's got to be sitting back in his, you know, in his office. I mean, drooling at the thought of what he can do now with this, with his, with this defense and with the guys he's got. I mean, Alan George is battling for a position at corner. He's played great. Jalen Davis is another one. Like I said, Dax Hill, obviously a second-round pick. He's a um, first-round pick. You know, a lot of people had him, you know, really high up in the draft. Guys like that, I mean, that's, you know, you add in the company of our, you know, of our of our starters. Jeff Gunther, like I said, on the, on the outside. Joseph Osai, Akeem Davis Gaither. That's what I want to see from this football team. And that's what this Bengals team is going to be able to do. So games like this, again, this is preseason week two. Nobody gives a crap. Now, if we were at the point of four preseason games, you'd see our starters play a little more. Because usually it worked out. Starters would get a series or two in the first game. Maybe play the first quarter in week or in the second preseason game. Third preseason game, like they said, was always the dress rehearsal. They'd play usually three quarters. Anywhere two and a half quarters to three quarters. And then the fourth game, they I mean, nobody would see that field except for the guys who are battling it out for, for spots. Now with the three games and an extra, you know, regular season game now, you don't see that anymore. And good. Gives these guys a chance to get those reps and build them up. Like I said, when you have a guy like a Cordell Volson who, you know, He's battling it out to win a starting spot in the, you know, or on this offensive line. You know, you have guys like, you know, Dax Hill again, who are busting it, trying to win positions. Again, I'm not going to sit there and say, you know, you can't look at you know you can't look at this and, and and count it as gospel and and go about it like oh you know this is you know this this and this and 
Because that's just, I mean, it's, again, it's it's preseason. This doesn't mean much on the outside. It means a lot for guys who are battling for positions and getting the reps to get ready for this year. But for fans, who cares? I could care less. We're 0-2. Who cares? Because the most important part is this week right now, what we're going to see Wednesday, Thursday, excuse me, and probably Friday, the joint practices with the Los Angeles Rams. Those are the things that mean the most. I could care less. And I said it right from the get-go. I didn't want to see our starters play any at all. I don't want Joe Burrow to even remotely touch the field with pads on in a preseason game. I don't want to see it. But get those reps against these guys. Another team. A Super Bowl winning team. I know that's going to suck seeing them on, you know, on Saturday. And here's the thing. I like the Rams. I was rooting, you know, I rooted for them all year. I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want to play them in the Super Bowl. Or at least, hell, I didn't mind playing them in the Super Bowl. I didn't want to lose to them in the Super Bowl. But that's a good football team over there. For guys like Cordell Volson to face Aaron Donald. That's only going to make him better. And he's a rookie. That's what it's all about. So this game coming up on Saturday against the Rams, again, don't really care. But it's guys like Clay Johnston, for example. He had 20 tackles in this game. 20-0. Including the sack. Now, if you heard the, the post-game interview with him, you know, he was all down and out, you know, obviously, they, you know, with the loss and he wished it was, you know, a different situation that they had won. And my man, dude, 20 tackles, 20. That's incredible. An absolutely incredible amount. That's playing your ass off. Good for him. That's fantastic. So, you know, that's what it's all about for this team. Clay Johnson, he's he's making a name for himself. Making a name for himself. Uh, I mean, Evan McPherson, I mean, I think it might be time to cut him. Uh, he missed a 58-yarder, so I think that's it. I'm done with him. Because why not? I mean, you know, hey. If he can't make 58, I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. You know that was a crucial point in the game. You know, so far he's six of seven this preseason, three kicks of 50 or more. Um, obviously, I, I say that you know in terms of the cutting. If uh, if you think I'm serious, you're an absolute moron. So, um, I thought. I mean, hey, again, it is what it is. Get the reps in that he just hooked it and he knew it it's okay no biggie I mean again if you're if you're sitting there going okay and, and you know really racking up the uh, you know putting the chalk up on the 
on the uh, on, on the preseason victories, then I tell you what, you've got you got a problem with yourself. So, um, the the part that I did I, I didn't understand um, was with under ten seconds left. Now, Jake Browning in a quarterback and. Bengals are down. You had a chance to kick a game-time field goal. Again, it's preseason. It would have been a 60-yarder. They said under 10 seconds left. Put them out there to kick it. Instead, I mean, we had no timeouts. So at this point, kick it. That's that, that's why they instead they end up with a penalty. So moved them back to midfield, which would have made it a 67 yarder. Which is a bomb and a half. Can he do it? Oh, I have no doubt he can hit a 67 yarder. I have no doubt he could. So they ended up getting the ball to Trent Irwin. He catches it, gets absolutely murdered, and fumbles it, and we lose. My thing is, just kick the ball there. I mean, I don't know. I I didn't hear, so I I very well could have missed the explanation there by Zach Taylor um, on why they didn't. So if I did, let me know. Um, But in that situation, I think that's one where you, you kick it. Who cares? Go for the go for the kick. Go for the game time situation. Sixty yarder game time situation. Go for it. Heck with it. That's what I wanted to see there. Uh, another note, uh, real quick, was Drew Chrisman. Um, he was the one who did it. Um, he ended up punting uh, three times. Let's see what I say. Three for yeah, three for a hundred and. 45 yards. Like I said earlier, yeah, it was an average. Uh, the net punting average was 38. Um, he had, let me see here, yeah, three punts for 48.3 um, yard average on that. Um, so, I mean, for Drew Chrisman, his longest was, it looks like a 56 yarder. Uh, and he did have one inside the 20. Um, so, with that being the case, I mean, is this a situation? Obviously, the Bengals did draft Drew Chrisman. Uh, he was out of a local kid out of Ohio State as well. Uh, drafted him. Kevin Huber. Um, a lot of people, including myself, thought that was going to be Kevin Huber's last, uh, you know, run was the Super Bowl uh, and, and him being done after that. Uh, is that still going to be the case? I think it will be. Uh, I think it's kind of one of those situations where you might see Kevin Huber retire at the end of the preseason. Uh, but just to get, just to get him, in terms of Drew Christman, just getting him the reps to, uh, you know, and, and continue to to help mentor him uh, as we're moving on in the season. I think that's what we might see. Uh, Kevin Huber's been nothing short of amazing for this team, so um, I kind of hope that's the case. Um, again, so that way, you know, we see Drew Christman uh, moving forward. So. Um, Again, uh, second preseason game, uh, not much out of it. Again, 
you know, Bengals drop, you know, drop a tough one. It is what it is. Again, preseason, nobody really cares as much. Not a big deal. Again, I want to see what happens and what comes out of these uh, joint practices with the LA Rams because those are the ones that are going to be the most of, of utmost importance um, of those practices. So, um, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate it. As always, you can follow us on the website at www.iscincy.com. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Chris Asbrock and at iscincy. As always, thank you guys so much for all your support. I will be back next week to recap the Bengals' third and final preseason game against the Los Angeles Rams. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And then obviously every week uh, during the regular season, I will be back and doing the breakdown of each and every regular season game and hopefully playoff run and Super Bowl victory. So that's the plan. So stay tuned for that. Um, check out also myself and Nick Semino are in the process of putting together a preview for the NFL season. And we'll hopefully have a preview podcast coming out as well. And stay tuned as there will also be a preview podcast for AEW's All Out coming up in a just about a week and a half or so. So thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. And as always... Darkhawk Nutrition is, they are, they're our sponsor. They are the ones who continue to help us present the, uh, the great quality content that we do. So as always, ISC is brought to you by Darkhawk Nutrition. Darkhawk Nutrition is the next evolution in sports supplements. Their pre-workout, protein, creatine, and other products are produced in FDA-approved facilities, third-party tested for quality, and are... Absolutely guaranteed clean. So don't be like Fernando Tetis Jr. And even though his was a ringworm um, cream, don't be that guy. So make sure you use code IMPACT for 15% off of your entire order at darkhawknutrition.com. That is IMPACT, code IMPACT that is, for 15% off of your entire order at darkhawknutrition.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will be back next week to recap the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. Take care, everybody.